Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. What is going on and welcome to another episode of the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 338, one-on-one with Desi Williams. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's one-on-one interview. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts, the Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe. And as always, with your one-on-one interviews, you can watch this audio podcast on video. Just head over to the Bryce Isaiah YouTube channel, click subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and let us know in the comments what you think about this interview. I am over the moon excited to have one of my very good friends, Desi Williams, join us this week. She talks all things The Challenge USA Season 2. She talks life after The Challenge, what she did to prepare, how she feels Survivor plays a role in all of this, and What's going on with her now, her businesses, and what is in store for the future? It's definitely an interview you don't want to miss. So listen, let's get right on into this week's one-on-one with Desi Williams. It's a man who, it's a man you, meeting potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, meeting potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And welcome to this week's one-on-one with Desi Williams. I'm so excited to have one of my best friends in the world back on the podcast. The last time she was on the podcast, she was just a contestant. This time, she is the winner of the Challenge USA Season 2. Desi, welcome back to the podcast. So good to be back. I thought you would never ask. I mean, you know, I want to give you your time. You know, you had to do a lot of these other things. And so before we got you back on here on a one-on-one, I had to just, you know, let's let you, you know, let you. Let it marinate a little bit. Yes, spread your wings. Um, (laughs) So I really want to know, like, how 
would you categorize your 2023? Um, my 2023 was pretty lit. Yeah, I, yeah, I had an excellent 2023. It was definitely I'm trying to think. It was my best year. I used to always tell people that 27 was my best year, like the year when I was 27 years old. But I think 2023 gave that a run for its money. I mean, I came back. I won the challenge. I traveled. I had a lot of good laughs. Uh, so yeah, 2023 was lit. Yeah, I mean, I I think 2023 was definitely lit, uh, if not one of your best years. And so we we all seen you on the Challenge USA. Uh, we see we all saw how it ended. We were heartbroken, uh, devastated. And I remember telling you, like, girl, stay in the gym, stay swimming, because there is no way in the world that they are not going to bring you back. Right. Um, and. You got the call. What were you thinking? Were you any hesitation? Like, you know what? I don't know if I'm trying to do this. Like, what was going through your mind? Oh, yeah, there was some hesitation. There was definitely some hesitation. Um, just because, you know, there's it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like, yes, I want to come back and reclaim the title that I felt like I should have been able to get season one. But then there's also the fear that you come back season two and you do even worse than season one. And then you're just like a flop. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like your last performance is always what people remember. So it doesn't really matter what I did in season one. If I came back season two and flopped, I would have just like gone down in challenge history as a flop. Uh, so that was like a really big hesitation of mine. Um, just because I am, I do have like a winner's mentality and my biggest fear is always being a loser. Um, so it did take a lot of thought and a little bit of convincing for me to just, you know, go for it. How did you prepare this time? What did you do differently as compared to your first season on the challenge? I was definitely scarred from season one. Uh, So the first thing I did when I got back, even from the challenge, you know, season one, before I even knew I'd make it to season two, was I got in that pool and there was a man actually rest in peace because he actually passed away um, Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving Day. Um, But there's a man, he's kind of like the... I don't know, like the mayor of the pool at LA Fitness where I work out. And I was going and swimming every once in a while. And one day he just kind of approached me and was like, hey, do you mind if I give you some tips on your swimming? I was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm here for all the tips. So he kind of became my like pseudo swim teacher. Um, And it was my goal to go back to the challenge, such a strong swimmer that if I had to pull Enzo's ass through the water, that I was a strong enough swimmer that I could, or, you know, Enzo or anybody else, that I could pull somebody through the water and that would not be the demise of me on the challenge. So uh, rest in peace to Sam, but he was really instrumental in making sure that I came back a super strong season, swimmer season two. I love that. Um, is there anyone else that you feel like you should give credit to your preparation as being a close friend of yours? I know um, that there is someone in your life that would feel slighted if they were not mentioned in your training for season two. I feel like we're probably talking about my fiance, who is that who we're talking about? Who for some reason <laughs> thinks that uh, he somehow helped me train. Um, which I mean, Jeremy is very encouraging. He likes to work out. He likes to run. He always encourages me. You know, he in his head he was like, if anything's going to take you out in a final, it's going to be a lack of endurance. So make sure your endurance is up. Um, he is a challenge fan, so I guess we can give him a little smidge of credit, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll stroke his ego a little bit, I guess. Well, 
I want to get back to Jeremy, but I do want to bring up something that you just uh, brought up regarding you, your swimming. Um, what is your communication like with Enzo? Have you had any communication since you spoke to him on the beach? Um, there has been zero communication between really? me and but yeah, from the time we left Argentina, I've never heard from Enzo again. He's never crossed my path again. Like he's a non-factor. Huh. That makes me sad. I feel like I I because I got to know Enzo right after you guys wrapped before the season aired. Oh, interesting. At, and so, like, I was like, you know, he was so cool, fun. To, and then clearly I saw what happened. I was like, ugh. And so, um, yeah, so no apology, no nothing, like never. Uh, no, nothing, nothing. Not a peep <sighs> from young Enzo. Well, but I, I mean, I think to some extent he's also, I, you know, for lack of a better term, like gone into hiding. Like, I don't feel like he's really been to any reality events since that aired. I think he's just, laying low and mm. trying to keep his you know name out people's mouths i don't know well i mean i always say everything happens for a reason right and so i feel like in some instances right we should be thanking enzo in the sense that like hey if that didn't happen we wouldn't have this redemption story for you to come back and for you to kill it yeah absolutely what is it every setback is a setup for a comeback. And okay. I certainly feel like this was a true demonstration of that. Absolutely. Now, getting back to your fiance, Jeremy, for a second. Um, clearly, there is no secret. When you go on these challenges, uh, Jeremy, myself, and your mom uh, were always your loved one calls. And so I'm always, I am, I remember when you asked me the first time and I just was like, you were here from me. I lost her word. <laughs> I really was because it's like we really are such good friends, Desi. Um, and I think that you're just one of my friends in my life that I just am so happy to have you in my life. Um, life kind of brings us on opposite ends of the world sometimes, so we don't necessarily get to talk all the times that we want to. But I feel like anytime we're together, anytime we talk, it is like so meaningful. Like, girl, we have cried, we have laughed, we have traveled to South Africa together. Like, we have so many yeah. bonding moments. And I think it was, you know, somewhat surprising uh, to me of how deep our friendship is because you know mm -hmm. I always tell you that story you know when your season of Survivor was airing <laughs> and girl I reached out like hey what's up Are you know I, <laughs> I was left on scene <laughs> you know did I even see it I might not have even seen it I girl even see I, it. seen means seen and so it wasn't until <laughs> you were like in Philly one time and I don't know what we were doing I think we might have been having drinks or something and I was like can, can I tell you about yourself and uh, ever since that moment, I feel like our friendship has just been, uh, it has blossomed and I just love and so proud of you. So when you asked me to be your loved one call, like I was like shocked. Uh, and so I was like, Desi is a real one. And so season one, I looked forward to it. Um, but season two was a little more special for me because I feel like for season one, we talked to you a lot more often and season two, I didn't really get a chance. We didn't talk as much. Like there weren't as many calls, uh, mm -hmm. but 
I also get a little jaded because, you know, I love your fiance. I think that like, you know, we always call him dad and he is so funny. But uh, season one, he didn't know a lot of things. And so like I was, you know, he know nothing. I was trying to put him on to like things where he could check and different stuff. And so like he was like, so whenever you go away, Jeremy becomes like my best friend. But this season, I mean, when I tell you he stepped his online game up. Well, first of all, we text every other day. Second. He was like, he was diving into the Reddits. He was diving into the Twitter. He was sending me stuff that I didn't <laughs> know. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I was the like, times have changed. The times have changed. And so I, um, I, I just, I love the fact that, you know, when you're away, I become his best friend. But I really want to talk about your sisterhood uh, that you, Michaela and Chanel developed on the challenge, right? Like for me, it was like, okay, these are three people that I know personally, but to see y'all sisterhood on there, to see y'all be beasted, like what did you know it was going to be so impactful when you guys were in the trenches making this and reflecting on it, do you see how powerful it is for those like y'all three black women out there holding it down? I, I think as it unfolded, we began to realize the impact. But I think one of the biggest mis misconceptions is like we did not go into the game saying the three of us are going to work together and like run it up as three black women. That was not our intention. We had a, a much larger um, alliance. It's just like everybody started acting funny and we were the only like at the end it was like well we all we got like we were the only people who are doing what we're say, saying we're going to do and like proving ourselves time and time again to be truthful and loyal to one another but that's what cemented us together. It was never our plan to work together like at all. I did not go into that game thinking I would be able to work that closely with either of them but it just sort of organically unfolded um, and I think it is a true testament to like playing the game with integrity and i think mm. that was important for all of us like all of us kind of wanted to stick with the people we said we were going to stick with and and be true to our word throughout the game and i think so often in reality television it's like you're sort of put on a pedestal for being the person who's like the best backstabber or the best liar when you don't necessarily have to do that to be successful in a game especially a game like the challenge um, so I, I think on, on so many levels, it was impactful to, to play the game with integrity, to play the game with other people who, you know, are, are usually underrepresented on reality television and to dominate like by the end of, yeah, by the end, we knew what was happening and uh, you can kind of see, they only show a clip of it, but right before the final, you, you see like the three of us jumping on the bed. I think I'm just wearing like a, a towel cause I'm fresh out, I'm fresh out the shower. But I don't know, something happened and was like, we're all going to the final. Michaela came in our room and we just all jumped on the bed in celebration. So in that moment, we, we realized what we had done in the game. Um, and yeah, I hope that there are other, you know, girls who look like us who are inspired by that, but also inspired to live with integrity. Because I think that's something that we are losing more and more in our society. I think one of the, the things that I love so much about y'all three was that Y'all got to the end together, but in the end, it really was every woman for herself. And I love that, right? Like, it's like, I like, you know, listen, listen, sis, I love you, but it's time to do the thing. And 
when I was watching that episode back and I, whatever challenge it was that Michaela got there and she didn't decide to wait and she decided to run and you stayed and got in the thing and you cruise in that car. I was like, yes. Oh, I know. I know. Moment where I was like, oh shit, I might be winning this. Like <laughs> crazy. And it's like, that's, yeah, that's when it all changed. Uh, uh, and so we see that you and Chris uh, worked together or what, like, what was your relationship like with Chris on the show? So Chris and I had a conversation and I feel like we're not really supposed to reveal this, but on the way to Croatia. Um, I don't know. You spent time with Chris, so you know that Chris is a talker. Okay. So Chris came back to my seat and we talked for hours in route to Croatia or, or you know Chris did a lot of the talking but I was actually also happy to like have someone approach me because I I tend to be a little bit more standoffish in social situations I have like a, a little bit of social anxiety until I get to know people um so I was grateful for his conversation but in that conversation we were just like maybe we should just work together but not really let people know that we're working together of course you know we we have each been told ahead of time by our mutual friend Bryce that one another was going to be on the show that we might be a good person to work with. Um, I hadn't watched Christmas season. I really didn't know anything about him, but because you vouched for him, I was open to it. So from the very beginning, we decided that we would have this kind of like underlying alliance that we would, you know, there were, there were times when it was hard to work with Chris, but I also was like, I'm not going to vote for Chris. And I know Chris is going to vote for me. So Chris is doing some weird stuff. And I'm not going to associate my name with him. Um, but I'm also not going to be the one to vote Chris in. And that kind of, you know, worked with us, worked for us till the end. Were you a fan of the algorithm as opposed to the, the, what TJ call it? The balls and the, like the, the, the hopper. What did you like better, the algorithm or the hopper? Oh, the hopper for sure. The hopper, I mean, the hopper was on our side time okay. and time again. Like, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that me and Chanel and Michaela didn't have balls in, just like the hopper wasn't always calling us. So I am definitely a fan of the hopper over the algorithm. Um, I think the cleanest way to play is just like everybody knows who's voting for who, and that way we know what's going on. But I understand why they introduced the hopper. And look, God's hands are on that hopper, and that's mm. all I care about. And your thoughts on the secret vote? Loved it, hated it, didn't really like it. Were there ever times that you felt like, oh, I've got these alliances that I can't vote for. Uh, how is this going to look? Or were, was that easy for you to navigate? I hated the secret vote. I hated that everybody had a shield to hide behind. I hated that it, you never felt truly safe because a lot of people don't like if we were to go around the room and have people vote, you're not going to openly vote for your alliance member. But in a secret vote, people are like, ah, oh, well, screw it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Um, so it just created a, a feeling in the house where you were constantly on the line. Like, you, there was never a week where you were like, oh, my alliance member won. I'm safe for this week. It was always like, my, <laughs> I might not be the main vote, but I could still get a ball and all it takes is one ball to go in. Um, so it definitely made for a much more stressful game we were always I was always stressed this season there was never a day that went by that I didn't feel stressed this season and that wasn't true of season one and season one we kind of knew where people stood a lot of the time 
how would you compare the challenge to Survivor? Uh, I mean, they're completely different games. I don't even, it's like, it's, it's like comparing apples to oranges. Well, okay. All right. See, I was trying to be on my Barbara Waters, you know, compare. <laughs> I, so what I really want to know is what do you feel is more difficult? I think Survivor is more difficult to navigate. Um, just because the challenge gives you an opportunity to redeem yourself. So it's like, everybody could hate me and I could, I mean, watch, look at Chris. Everybody could vote against me. All odds could be against me. But if I can go down the ring and prove myself, then I get to stay in this game and I can still walk away with the final prize. Whereas in Survivor, it's just easy to like blindside someone and then you're gone. Like there's no chance to redeem yourself. It's just game over for you. So in that way, I, I think certainly the challenge gives you more opportunity to play for yourself as opposed to playing for other people. And I, I'm not good at like kissing ass. So I think that Survivor is very difficult. The, the social game of Survivor is very difficult for me to navigate because my face is going to say it all. If my face don't say it, my mouth will. So it presents a challenge. As being one of your close friends, I know that when the challenge originally approached you, you kind of were like surprised that you were even on that radar. Why is that? I mean, the biggest reason was because it had been five years since I'd been on Survivor. And, um, and I feel like I was kind of, I don't want to say a flop on Survivor, but like I just certainly didn't make waves on Survivor, I didn't think. So just the fact that anybody from the show watched Survivor five years ago and was like, let's bring this girl onto the challenge. Like that was just, it just shocked me because like I was, you know, a hot 20-something-year-old when I played Survivor. And now I'm like in my mid-30s getting old getting knee surgeries um so i don't know i just felt like i had already passed my prime so it was flattering but it was shocking that they they dug me out of the barrel to, to come play the game but i'm so grateful i'm so grateful yes. whatever person was like desi would be great on the challenge um whoever that is i owe you a lot girl i was cussing you out like what are you <laughs> about like are you like yeah like girl you're that girl and I um I'm just so happy that you accepted uh because again I really felt like it was your redemption I almost felt like your season of survivor like you went home not really any faults of your own I felt like faults of you know Joe other people really kind of had you know, you were kind of like a casualty. So that kind of yeah. like sucked. But again, like, girl, I think you made your mark on the survivor realm. So I always am like, I don't know how, but I appreciate you saying that, but I don't, I don't know how. And I, I still watch survivor and I'm like, I don't know how people navigate this game so effortlessly because it's so complicated to keep up with everything that's happening week after week, like literally moment by moment. And especially in this new era where everybody's a super fan and they know everything. It's just like it it's a lot. I don't know if my brain moves that fast. Were you a recruit or did you actually apply for Survivor? I mean, can I say both? No, I'm just I I was a recruit. But I you also have to you still have to submit an application video. Yeah, no. Okay. But I so, was, but, but I was recruited. And but see, but that makes a little more sense though, right? Because again, I'm not a super fan, right? I'm a like casual fan. I don't be knowing all the like they be like, oh, they were voted out third in the but I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Right. Okay. Have your face in your head to remember that fact. It's amazing to me. 
Yeah, I, child, I'll be trying to remember what I had for dinner last night. I'm trying to remember. Right? Is this food in my refrigerator good? Can I eat it? <laughs> right. Uh, How many days ago did I eat this? And will it make me sick to eat it today? Yeah, I have. Yeah, every week. That's every literally, week right? That. Like, I'm like... Mm-hmm. I'm also trying to figure out, like, I went to the grocery store the other day to get eggs, and I know I had eggs in there from a long time, but I was like, I need to get new eggs, because, you know, I like to have a boiled egg, but then I was, like, looking at the the expiration on my old eggs, and it's, like, January 31st. I'm like, how... Oh, it's a long time. I mean, yeah, but I also felt like the new eggs that I got, like their expiration date is like February 1st. I'm like, hmm, and maybe unless they're farm fresh eggs. Farm fresh like eggs don't last as long. I don't know. Something ain't mathing. I was a little nervous. Now, you as a two-time player of the challenge, do you feel like the knowledge that you gained in the first time, because I always hear for some, because you know, I don't know. I always hear Survivor's player. I can understand now as a second, like if I were to play Survivor again, I can understand, right? I would, ha- I would, can I talk? I would have such a better understanding, I would imagine, right? Like I think, but can you actually talk to what do you feel like some of your advantages were coming back? Or well, were there this is a tough season, yeah, because there were so many returnees, right? Like, you know, Ooh, we got there were only a few too. of us that came back from CBS, but there were a bunch of people who had been on in the MTV uh, version of the show. So I certainly think there is a benefit in having done something before. Like, you just kind of know what to expect. I, yeah, I think what viewers don't see is like all the waiting time, all the quiet time, all the downtown, all the, all the nights out, like before you are on the show, you don't even know how to anticipate that timeline. So you're just like, everything makes you crazy. Um, So it is nice to kind of have an idea of what the flow of the show is going to be. Like, we're going to do a challenge one day. We're going to do an elimination the next day. Then we're going to have an off day. And you don't know that the first time you play. You think it's just like, go, 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 and you're never going to have time to rest. Um, So there is some sense of peace in that. But trying to think of this i don't really know if there's an advantage to playing a second time certainly people like johnny bananas west who have played for decades like there are only so many versions of so many games that these people can create so they've played a version of a lot of these games before and that certainly is an advantage that the rest of us don't have um i don't know if i answered your question i feel like i'm just rambling no, it's quite all right because it's leading us <laughs> to my next question. What I mean, I I need all the details. What was it like playing with my man, my man, my man, Corey? Ugh. Oh, because, I didn't know which man you were gonna say. Okay, Corey. I only got one, I, you. You act like I only got one man. My one man I got is Corey. I don't know what I, to do in your spare time. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. I'm just. Saying. Um, Corey was cool. I actually really, I felt like I had a like an alliance with Corey that wasn't shown. I don't know if Corey considered me and his alliance, but I certainly consider him in my alliance, especially like midway to the end of the show. Um, he's just such a dad, and like because he's grown up on TV. I didn't. Also, I'd never really seen Corey. On Girl, TV. you ain't never seen Team Mom. See, De- Desi. I, sometimes no, I'll be I don't wondering watch that. where you be at because I mean working that's all I do is sit at this computer and work and then travel and then I go back to work that's all I do 
that's my whole life. Um, so yeah, I had never seen Corey on TV. I didn't know who Corey was. I didn't know oh. anything about Corey. Uh, um, but just because I know he's been on MTV forever and ever, I just expected him to be like trying to think of the best word for it. An F boy, I guess, is would would have been the best word for it. Um, but he's not like he loves his kids. He, he like all he did was talk about his kids, his girls. It was so cute. He brought like pictures of his Aww. girlfriend and his kids, and he like he would literally just be in his room doodling and <laughs> drawing pictures and writing his diary and looking at pictures of his kids. It was so cute. Um, so I think Corey is like a, a really nice guy. I I think he deserves all of the success that comes his way. Um, maybe not on the challenge. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> winning the challenge. I'm not sure if that's in the cards for him or not. What, um, what did he I hope smell for his own like? sense of pride. What did Corey smell like? Did he have a musk? Did he have a like? You know, did, did we get a smell? Nobody. I don't really remember anybody this season being musty. Okay. And I don't remember what he's. I don't remember what Corey smelled like. I'm sure he smelled good though. I would have remembered if he smelled bad. Now, the people want to know what was y'all count when Corey brought me up to you. What what was he saying? When Corey brought you, Bryce, up to me. When my name came up and you and Corey's conversation, what was that conversation like? Um, he told me that you're one of his <laughs> best friends. <laughs> I'm trying to read your facial expressions. Um, <laughs> My facial expressions. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like you're doing Morse code with your eyeballs. Um, I, I don't know if I remember having a <laughs> there was none. conversation. Yeah. There was plenty of times I was texting Chanel, like, stop braiding my man hair. Okay. I mean, she, she was a resident. I mean, she and Tiffany and then Tiffany went home. And then Chanel was a resident braider. I was like, girl, you better than me. <laughs> while you braiding hair, I'm making sure I'm ready. You know what I'm well, listen, the confessional looks eight as always. I thought you looked amazing. Also, shout out to me for making you bring the ponytail because Desi wasn't trying to bring the ponytail. And I thought one of the most iconic looks out there was the ponytail. Yes, I'm glad you think that. I actually am. I just need to edit it. I filmed a little tutorial on the ponytail look that I need to put out into the ethers. But yes, I appreciate you making me bring the ponytail. I thought I had she had been overplayed, but it turns out she still is. You can never go wrong with a pony. With a good pony. Now, I do have a question. It seemed like a lot of the times when the two winners would emerge into the arena, they had somewhat of a matching outfit. Was that something that you players just decided to do? Or, like, did production try to help that? Now, sometimes it looked like it worked. Other times, and I almost want to say, I think one time with you and Chris, I think, like, y'all wasn't, like... Y'all weren't matching per se. Like you were serving. Chris was, you know, you know, Chris was. I, I'm not sure. He just had what he had to try to match the. Yeah, car. Chris had what he had. That's he. He had those Nike boots. Bless his heart. So, um, no, there was no like production was not trying to make us match. So anytime people matched, it was just because they were like, you know, it'd be really cute if we tried to match. And I think by the time Chris and I won, we were like, Chad, I'm just trying to be warm out in Serena because we're going to be standing there all night long. So 
but I don't think we had any discussion over what he was wearing versus what I was wearing. I was, I think it was cold that night. And I was like, well, this is what I haven't worn yet. Okay. It works. I would love to know your thoughts on Fessy, right? Because I feel like Fessy has a like online bad reputation, right? I always tell people that like people, whenever somebody comes and like, oh, do you watch the challenge? And I'm like, yeah, like I, I know some people and um, I always feel like they're like, oh, Fessy's so annoying. Oh, he's so cocky. Like I feel like from my personal experience with Fessy that he is a little cocky, but I also feel like when you get to know him, he is such like not he's just the opposite he's so like quiet to himself chill like yeah so quiet he almost felt like a non-factor this season it was like where's Fessy oh he's in his bed sleeping where he always is like Fessy was giving no drama this season it's actually funny he came up to me one day in the club because like you know we go out after every challenge and he was like so Desi are you am I what am I like in person versus what you thought I was going to be like (laughs) and I was like I actually had never heard of you before we showed up here to play this game. So I had no thoughts on you. And he was like, oh, bet, bet. So I I think there is a little air of like Fessy thinks his name precedes him. But I think, I don't know. I guess he just assumed that I had done some research on the challenge. I don't know. But I think Fessy is a a great guy. I think he's pretty quiet. He's very to himself, like very to himself. He's just chilling, trying to get the job done. And in like, in challenges, he is a beast. Like, I don't think I've ever met anybody as athletic as Bessie in my entire life. He's just incredible athleticism, good at everything, like exceptional at everything. So I've got nothing but respect for him. I agree. I really feel like one of these days will be Fessy's time just because I feel like he really is a beast. And again, we love Fessy. And listen, he... He easy on the eyes to look at. Uh, yeah, he makes some dumb mistakes, but but Fessy is, I mean, physically, like, can't be beat. What was one of your hardest things that you had to overcome this season? Hmm. I mean, I think for me, every, and every, it's self-doubt. It's self-doubt. Mm. I just never really show up believing that I'm better than other people. Like I very much think I'm like a middle of the road kind of person. So I'm like, I will work my ass off, but like, you know, I'm average. I'm average at at best at everything. See, I Um, find that so hard to believe though, Desi, because if the viewers that are listening, shout out to the Purple Pants Posse. If you've never met Desi in person, when you get the opportunity to meet Desi, three things for me always stand out when I see you, Desi. One, I always forget how stunningly beautiful you are. And I'm not just saying that because you're my friend, because girl, you know, there's been plenty of drunk nights. There's been like, you know, I always, like, you are stunningly beautiful. And it shocks me every time. Uh, The second thing that I love the most about you is you are, well, like, you you having a bad day or you're with a group of friends and you going out. If you need that person, that's like going to rally the group. If you need that person to be like, where are we going next? You need that person to be like, you need me to go over here and figure this out. Like you are that person. And the confidence that you exude Desi is 
phenomenal. Like, I love when I'm with you because it's like, you, which, what we trying to do? What you need to do? Oh, we like, you know, I just, I always feel safe and comfortable with you. So when you say things like that, I'm always like, girl, where? And I guess I just assume everybody's like me. So I guess that's, that's really the issue. Like I assume everybody just gets shit done. Um, but I guess realistically in life, people don't. Um, and the older I get, the more I'm realizing that. But I don't know. There's just a part of me that until I've done something, I don't believe truly believe I can do it. So until I won the challenge, I mean, I wrote down in my journal every day that I can and will win the challenge. I did my positive affirmations every single day, but I don't know if I really believed it until it happened. And I was like, oh, these positive affirmations might have worked. Damn it. Um, So I I think that's my biggest thing that I overcome every season is just like self-efficacy, believing that I can do what I put my mind to do. Um, even though I have proven it, you know, time and time again, that like if I put my mind to do something, I can get it done. But one challenge is harder than the next, right? So you just, you never know until it happens. Um, so, we can face anything yeah. that's put in front of us. And so <clears throat> I had, we had no idea what was going on. We were seeing some of the rhetoric on the, the the Instagram and I will never forget. I think like you called Jeremy and then Je- first of all, Jeremy called me before you called me and Jeremy called me. And cause I guess I remember one of the last times that we talked, I think like Jeremy and your mom wasn't available. You weren't having a great day. Like you were like crying on the phone. I started rapping my little Kim. I'm like, ah, what we not doing here? Listen, but you gonna rumble with the B. And then that was the last time we talked. And so I was a little busy kind of like, so I wasn't paying attention so much. And I'll never forget Jeremy called. He was like, did you talk to her? I was like, is, no, I haven't. is everything okay? And he was like, B, she did it. And I was like, ah! I mean, like I always say for me, some of like my best experiences in life are my friends because I felt like, bitch, you winning was like, I felt like I won. Like I was like, I, uh, I was just so happy for you because it was just like, girl, you did it. Like I, we told you when you went out there, like, girl, we are playing no games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, and I think I'm grateful for that, that there are so many people in my life that see potential in me that I don't see it myself. And that's happened time and time, like pageants. I didn't want to compete in Miss Virginia. I was like, "Mm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do a pageant. And then somebody else was like, no, I think, I think you should consider this. I think you'll be good at it. And I competed in, you know, one Miss Virginia, one Miss Virginia. Like, I, I am so grateful that there are people in my life who can, who will speak positivity into me and will see that potential in me. Um, and push me to do things that are outside of my comfort zone. And I, I, I'm grateful for that because I certainly have grown, um, you know, coming back this season and winning, I I think I certainly walked away with a lot more confidence, um, than I've ever had in my life. And I think, you know, regardless if I ever step on reality TV again, that's something that I can walk away with. And I, you know, I hate to say that, like, it gave me validation, but it is a sense of like, I am stronger than even. I know, and I think that's true of most people. So I, I, I don't want that to stop with me. Like, I don't think I'm special. I don't think I'm, you know, made any different from any other person on this earth. But each of us is so much stronger than we know. And you just have to be put to the test and rise to the occasion. So 
Yeah, beautifully said. Is your future, right? Like, would you be, well, we know you are currently recovering. This is your second part of your knee surgery. Yeah, a trooper, yeah, two days. Bad you, right now. <laughs> and you agreeing to do a podcast with me, like, you know, a trooper. Um, After you recover, like, do you feel like I'm retiring, I'm good? Or is the door open if some of these, if the challenge were to, if the, the regular challenge calls again, like, We'll, we'll see. I'm, I certainly don't think the door is closed for me. Um, I think if anything else, this past season made me realize my capabilities. Like I was probably the second oldest woman in the house, but that didn't, you know, stop me from being successful. So I certainly don't think age has anything to do with it. Just matters, you know, where I am in my life at that point in time, when I'm going to start having some babies. Oh. Um, so those, those are the bigger complications. And okay. how long does me take to heal? Because I've got a long road to recovery ahead but my goal is to come back like faster stronger tougher than you know the world has ever seen me on reality tv so, so i'm gonna rehab the, the hell out of this me if survivor would have called i i would i would probably pay to play survivor again i mean i would definitely play survivor if they called i think it's only 26 days you can do anything for 26 days okay and so what is on the horizon for you uh in this 2024 i am manifesting big big things in 2024 so as i mean some people know i i am an entrepreneur i have a home health agency and a mobile ot company um so you know we're hoping that 2024 is our big year we have plans this year um, we're primarily based in la We've got plans to expand into definitely Pennsylvania, maybe New Jersey. We'll see. My business partner just moved back east. Um, So I'm really hoping that 2024 is the year that A plus care pops off and we can make plenty of money. What's specifically what's population what does a plus care serve who is your target audience it, like if somebody knew somebody in the area like listen come with just a re- referral here let's i want to talk yes. about please refer to us yes www.aplusCareLA.com. um so we're a home health agency and we provide mobile physical therapy and occupational therapy so that means we provide all of our services in patients homes uh, so it's a great option for older adults specifically who maybe don't have the transportation to get to physical therapy or occupational therapy um, or home health. You can also send a nurse out to see uh, patients. So we're already established in LA, but we're hoping to get established the next couple of months in Pennsylvania and maybe New Jersey. So if you have any older adults in your life or anyone at all who needs some in-home care, um, skilled care, we only provide skilled therapy. Please let us know where, yeah, we've got a team of therapists waiting to see you. In, hold on. <laughs> I saw you coughing. <laughs> Insurance wise, like what, what, who are you in network with? Because listen, because you know, I'm a social worker. I got to ask the question. Yeah, true, true, true. So we're in network with Medicare right now, but we are working uh, starting beginning of this year. We're trying to get credentialed with other private insurances as well. So definitely if you're Medicare, um, most Medicare patients are covered 100%. So they pay nothing out of pocket. It's just like you come to us instead of going to a clinic. So it makes everybody's life easier. Um, so Medicare right now, but in the next couple of months, we hope to be in network with other private insurances. So email us, call us, visit us online. 
And we've got we've got really great therapists working for us. No, um, and I'm grateful for that as well. She really does, though. And what area are you guys centrally located right now in California? We primarily do the west side of L.A. So like L.A., Beverly Hills, uh, a little bit of like the south. People in L.A. will know these terms like South Bay. Um, we do have a couple of therapists in the valley. We've got some in like Glendale, Burbank, downtown. So kind of like true L.A. We have not expanded into like Orange County, but mo- most of Los Angeles County, we've got a therapist who can see you. Yes. And what is the website and the email again? Because listen, you are yes. a scare www.apluscarela.com or you can email us at info at apluscarela.com Yes, and I'll be sure to uh, put all of the information in the link to this video and the podcast description. What else is coming up? What you got looking forward to in 2024, Desi? Uh, A lot, a lot. So I also still do some TV hosting outside of my business. So I host a show called The College Tour that you can watch on Amazon Freebie. Um, If you've got like a high school junior or senior looking for where they want to go to college, that's a great resource. They can get to know the campus before they actually, you know, fly to a campus to do a college tour. So you can check me out on that. Um, I've got a couple of shows that I'm hoping to sell maybe um, and host this year. So fingers crossed there. And then, of course, the drum roll. I'm getting married this Ah! year. So that's that's a big one. Uh, obviously, taking up a lot of time for planning, but we're we're very excited um, to bring all of our families together and friends together, and uh, just in celebration. I am sure it will be a beautiful uh, ceremony. I cannot wait to see the photos, and you know, I can't wait to see what you know uh, what it looks like after you guys do it, and like you know, you'll share the photos. I'm excited to see what. It's going to look yes, like there will be so much footage. So, <laughs> yeah, Child, I was trying to make, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be following your stories while it's happening, so I can feel like I have a front row seat. I mean, you also will have a front row seat. So lucky you. <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to, you know, oh, I'm gonna be there. And uh, mind you, I'm coming for two people. I mean, obviously for you with Jeremy, but I'm coming to see my girl, Miss Janet. Um, it's my girlfriend. And yeah, I mean, maybe somebody else. I, I'm trying to get unblocked this trip. OK. Oh, OK. All right. Good luck. We're going to have the conversation. Um, but yeah, so I am just so excited for you, Desi. Uh, words can't express how happy I am for you. It's like, honestly, you give me inspiration sometimes where it's like, people are like, can you have it all? I don't know. But my girlfriend, Desi, seems to uh, tell us that you really can. You can have the success. You can find the love. You can start your own business. And it's, you know, what's the secret, yeah. right? Like, because it, I would imagine that it's not easy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just perseverance. Um, I, yeah, it's just perseverance. I don't get discouraged easily. I, I try to have a pretty optimistic outlook on life. And I approach everything like work. Like when I was dating, it was like, all right, if I need to find a man, then it's a numbers game. I'm going to go on two to three dates a week. And so I meet my man. So I did that. Like work, it's a numbers game. So, you know, 10 positions say no. One position says yes. That's all it takes. Now we got a new referral source. So it's just like, 
everything is hard, right? Everything in life worth having is hard. It's not just going to fall on your lap, but you put in the work and you keep putting in the work, you know, nine people are going to give up. And if you're the one person still left standing, you're going to be the one person who's successful. So it's a labor of love. Everybody, everything's a labor of love, but just keep going. I love it. You know, I want to believe everything of that is true because I, but you know, sometimes that number game with the men's, I just feel like, you know, it ain't, but I feel like when it's for me, it'll, it will be for me. So, um, exactly, exactly. And you can't, you can't over predict life. And I think I was stuck in that for a long time, like trying to, me trying to over direct my path when sometimes like something just comes your way that's perfect for you that doesn't seem like it's perfect for you but if god keeps putting it in front of you then there's a reason to because the first year of you know probably two years of having my company every other month i was like i think i'm gonna quit like i think i'm gonna throw in the towel and then something would happen where i felt like god was revealing to me that like it wasn't time to stop yet mm. um and that just continued to happen for you know three years and now here i am like okay i guess we'll expand into other i guess we're gonna i guess we're doing this um so you just have to listen to the signs. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm asking God. God <laughs> me an angel from the heavens That used to be my jam. See me an angel in my heart. To hear my God. broken heart. I'm being now, in love. Because all I do is ride you. Mind you, Amanda Perez is the ride name of the artist. You. I think it's think of you. Oh, that's what I said. Think of you. <laughs> now you had me on my knees begging God, please, to send you back to me. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. Mm-mm-mm. So I don't remember. Funny two. thing about this song is I want to say maybe a week and a half ago. On the TikTok, uh, I was just scrolling and then there was a performance of her like recently. Oh, and okay. make it yeah, I always forget what Amanda Perez looks like. And I even feel like. Don't think I ever knew. Song, yeah, I feel like she like, <laughs> I mean, she's a lesbian, right? Uh, and I feel like. You know how in the era of them, I feel like they try to like make her more feminine in the video, although she mm-hmm. was still very true to herself. But it was just seeing her now perform it. Oh, interesting. Uh, I was like, I don't oh. I don't think I ever saw her. I think I just heard this song. Oh, I yeah. No, I, I saw, what she, like. she had another song, too. But I uh, I. I love me uh, some Amanda Perez or uh, I love your one hit wonder. Um, and we also see you posting more on your YouTube. Okay. You got you. You were cooking greens. We doing this. Like, wh- wh- tell us more about this YouTube. Wh- what are we doing over there? I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. Just throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks. Um, but I'm trying to be like more authentic and share more of who I am with people. I, I know about myself that I tend to be a little bit more like, in a corner like I, I don't know why I'm like that until you know me and then I'm like everywhere and people are like okay you can shut up now um, but when people don't know me I tend to be a little shyer so I just want people to like know what I'm into and know things about me and share my life um, with people so I'm planning to post more like makeup videos and getting ready with me and you know hair tutorials and 
um, maybe my rehab journey too. Cause I think I was about is, to say like, girl, I, we, you should be taking 30 seconds each day. Like that, like that's content right there. You know me, I love your content that you post on YouTube. It's not a lot, but I get into it and I just, yeah, you always leave me a little comment. I appreciate you know, it. I, I try to show love. So, uh, I want more of it. So while you have this okay. time that you I'll, are recovering, yeah. more. I've got I mean, a lot of, I have a lot of content that just needs to be edited. It's just the editing stuff. Well, girl, who, I mean, trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me. I know, you know, you want to meet my friend Evan? You absolutely can, Uh, but I know. And also, another thing that I really want that I'm just saying to you, on this road to the wedding, I need the like the TikTok coverage. I need the, re- like, I need all of that. I don't want to bombard you, but I have like this playlist of stuff that like I want you to recreate uh, that I'm gonna just send to you soon. They're just for like, the wedding, you mean? Yes, like I'm like, oh my god, oh, I need okay, that this is actually perfect. Actually, Bryce, I might. So this is overshare. I hired a wedding content creator, but we we have to give her ideas. So if you want to be the ideas guy, oh, ch- say we just have to no. submit to her, and she will produce. She's gonna she'll help me produce it during S- the wedding. Uh, send me uh send me that info, girl. Because listen, that's <laughs> what I do at night. So okay, perfect. Yeah, make a folder, send it to me. Yeah. I, I yeah. got you, boo. Listen, anything for you. Uh, we're going to we're gonna give the people all the wedding content. They're going to be all sick of me. Oh, they want. Now, mind you, you know, Jeremy going to be sick of me by the end of that night. So, and, Jeremy's and, already sick of me, but <laughs> he, he told me yesterday I know who I'm marrying. He's like, you're a little bit of a, what do you call me? Not a mess. I don't know, something like a disaster, a mess, because I have like stuff everywhere and I'm like doing 10 things at once. And he's like, but I know who I'm marrying. Good. You're marrying a hurricane. So get used to it. I love Jeremy. Uh, When you guys had your engagement party, I was like, you know, Desi's mom was like, Desi said she needs me to get content. I said, say no more, Miss Jenny. It's me and you. So then... Desi's dad would say, you want a drink? Uh, and I should have knew I should have stopped at my fourth one with Mr. <laughs> Williams because He's a drink Mr. Williams is looking out for me. But I, he always has been. Yeah, I mean, listen, because he would just like look over at me in the corner and be like, and I just felt like I couldn't disrespect Mr. Williams. But yeah, nobody can say no. That's why everybody leaves their house drunk. I got he's like you want a martini I can make you a martini (laughs) yeah that's my dad (laughs) I uh after he gave me my liquid courage because I was there by myself I didn't really know anybody uh I got into content creator mode girl I was at like my I was all up in Jeremy's face (laughs) like it's a to the point that I think it was like the end of the night and Jeremy was walking back in and I was coming up Jeremy was like no (laughs) (laughs) that sounds about right that sounds like the story of my life yeah I was like my bad my bad my bad but Again, you know how much I love you. Uh, thank you so much for coming back on the Purple Pants Podcast because you know you, the original OG posse knows who and what you are and what you do for us and we appreciate you. But before we leave this interview, I always like to do, leave my one-on-ones with the current you today. Uh, if there is a, a message that you could relay 
to Little Desi. Think about a time in high school or college or elementary school where you kind of felt like you're most vulnerable, you're most lost. Like, what is a message that this Desi right now would relay to her? Wow. Um, I mean, this is going to sound like corny, but like, don't limit yourself and literally anything you dream up, you can do. So dream it and do it. I couldn't have, I, I literally could not have dreamt of the opportunities I've had in my life. Could have never, if somebody would ask me as a kid, I couldn't have even thought up competing at Miss America or competing at Miss USA or being on reality TV. Like that wouldn't have even, wasn't even in my realm of possibilities. So it's like whatever you see and excites you, just go for it because you are capable. I love that. And that is true. You are capable. And uh, yeah, sometimes it might be a message. You need to remind this today, Desi, that you are capable of anything that you anything that you set your mind to, uh, you can do. But again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. You know, I'm so proud of you. I love you. And I cannot wait to see you soon. I know. Has been your one-on-one with Miss Desi J. Williams. Okay, smooth. Yeah. You okay? You feel me? That's, that's <laughs> really what I be challenging too. In my right. like, that's so funny. Like that's so funny. But yeah. All right, we out. <laughs> it's the purple pants. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants.